Welcome to the Proskauer Brief, Hot Topics in Labor and Employment Law. I'm Harris Mufson, and today I'm joined by Laura Fant. And on today's episode, we're going to discuss New York paid family leave law. So let's get started. Laura, can you just provide our listeners with a brief overview of what this law is, the New York paid family leave law? Absolutely. So this law is going into effect on January 1st of 2018, and it's going to provide for a system of paid, job-protected family leave for eligible employees. That's eligible employees working in New York. When it's fully implemented, it's actually set to be one of the most comprehensive paid family leave programs in the country. And employees are going to be able to use this time to care for a sick family member following the birth or adoption of a child and for certain military-related reasons. So to be clear, employees cannot use New York paid family leave law benefits to address their own medical condition. That's right. This law is intended to work in tandem with the New York statutory short-term disability benefits that are already in play. So effectively, if it's an employee's own health condition, then short-term disability or workers' compensation in some circumstances would generally apply. But if it's for a family care-related reason, then this new law would kick in. Okay. And so what sort of benefits do employees get under this law? So the benefits under this law are going to be phased in over a few years. So beginning in January 2018, eligible employees will be able to receive up to eight work weeks of job-protected leave in any given 52-week period. And the benefit that they'll receive is at a rate of 50% of their average weekly wage up to a statutory cap. And then over the coming years, the benefit will phase in slightly Uh, capping out in 2021 with a benefit of 12 work weeks of leave at a 67% wage rate benefit. Okay. And you you said before that that this is paid family leave. So how does that work? How does the employee obtain this paid leave? So the benefits under this law are going to be funded solely through employee payroll deductions. So it will be the obligation of the employer to begin collecting these deductions to fund the benefit. And then once an employee becomes eligible and they're ready to begin using the benefit, they will effectively file a claim with the employer's disability carrier, who will now also be providing uh, paid family leave benefits. And once they submit all the required paperwork and documentation, the carrier will make a determination as to their benefit and will pay out the benefit as well. And when can employers start withholding? So employers can start withholding for this benefit at any time between now and the January 1st implementation date. So we're recommending that employers reach out to their disability carriers now, start talking through the process of how much it will cost to add the benefits, when the premiums will become available, and that will help the employer determine when they should start collecting the deductions. I think one question that employers have, at least I've I've heard, is what is this sort of interplay between the fa- the Federal Family Medical Leave Act and this New York paid family leave law? Can you touch on that a little bit? Sure. So as we talked about earlier, the New York paid family leave law does not cover an employee's own serious health condition, which as I'm sure many of our listeners are aware, is one of the covered reasons under the FMLA. However, the other covered reasons under the paid family leave law largely mirror Uh, reasons for leave under the FMLA. So in a lot of cases, leave under the paid family leave law will be running concurrently with FMLA, but in certain circumstances it may not. So this is going to be a little bit of a challenge for employers to be tracking this time and making sure that the appropriate 
leave is being applied in any given situation. So just to touch on the withholding for a second of this of this New York family leave law, what if an employee says, I don't want you withholding from my paycheck? I'm fine. I don't need this. I don't need the benefits under this law. What does an employer do under that circumstance? So this is a statutory uh, deduction. So an employer does have the right to take this deduction, really, whether an employee says that they would like it or not. However, the law does recognize that certain employees may not ever become eligible for benefits under this law. So just taking a quick step back, there's some eligibility requirements under this law. So employees who work 20 or more hours per week become eligible for paid family leave after 26 consecutive work weeks. And employees who work less than 20 hours a week become eligible after their 175th day of employment. So the law recognizes if you're hiring, say, a temporary employee or a very short-term contract employee who will never actually reach that eligibility threshold, those employees will have the option to effectively waive their rights under the law. So they'll waive the need to take deductions out of their paycheck, but in exchange, they also, of course, would not be eligible for the time unless they continue working to the point where they reach that eligibility threshold, in which case they can be required to start making deductions again. Got it. And so what sort of steps can employers start taking now in the ramp up to the effectiveness of this law, which which is, uh, you know, goes into place in January of 2018? Yep, it's coming soon. Um, so, you know, one of the first things, as I mentioned, is to reach out to your disability carrier and talk about adding the appropriate coverage. Certainly just educating yourself and your HR staff and anybody who helps manage employee leaves. Just make sure that everybody knows, you know, what is required under this law and what's to be expected in January. And reviewing your policies. You know, the law does include a notice provision, so employers will be obligated to update their policies and communicate information about this law to their employees. And as we talked about, there's some interplay with the FMLA and potentially some other laws. So it's it's worthwhile starting now, taking a look at your handbook and seeing what changes may need to be made. And not a bad time to plug. So we have a model policy, right? We if, do. And if anyone's interested in it, we're obviously happy to uh, to discuss that with them and, and help them navigate through, the, you know, the complex area of that this law is. And there, I know there are a lot of complicated questions uh, that we touched on today, and, and employers are going to have more, so we're always happy to help with that. Absolutely. We have the model, but it really is going to be a tailoring to each employer's own specific needs, so we encourage you to give us a call. So thank you for joining us on the Proskauer Brief today. Stay tuned for more insights on the latest hot topics in labor and employment law, and be sure to follow us on iTunes. 